Hey everybody, I'm Pastor Jeff Dawes, lead pastor here at Stockbridge Community Church. And I just want to say thank you for listening to our podcast today. I hope this message inspires you and encourages you. Enjoy today's message. Matthew chapter 1 and verse number 18 is where we'll start reading. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through who, everybody? The Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her. How, everybody? Quietly. (laughs) Boy, never mind. Let's move on. But after he considered this, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you will give him the name, the name, there we go, because he will save his people from their sins, and all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. us. Joseph woke up. He did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and he took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name. What is that name, everybody? Jesus. Jesus, that's right. Would you do me a favor? Would you hold your hands out like this? And would you bow your heads and would you repeat this prayer after me? Dear God, Dear God I'm, here today. I'm here today. I open my mind, open my mind. And, my heart. and my heart. Fill me, Holy Spirit. Me, Holy Spirit. In, Jesus name. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen. God bless you. you. may be seated. Man, I'm so excited to be here talking to you today because I want to, I want to just share something with you. Today, we've, we've been in a series called Tis the Season. And today, we would say that it is Tis the Season of Love. Of Love. We understand in our church that, you know, biblical that love is not a, just a feeling, and love is not just something you say, it's not just a word. Love is an action, everybody, it's something that you do. Amen? And so, you know, our culture today is taking love and and, and we don't have love songs anymore. We have lust songs. If you want my body and you think I'm sexy. Somebody just about threw up, didn't he? But it's the way it is. It's always, so we don't understand that love is an action. It's something that I do. Not just something I say or a quiver in my liver. So today, biblical love, this is what I don't want you to ever forget, that biblical love is doing good for another person no matter how I feel. That's, how, that's why you can love somebody without liking them. <laughs> so there's three words today that is going to be the message. And so I want you to always be able to walk out of here and say, okay, here's what, the, here's what we talked about today. This is the message. Three words, and, and it's this. Love, there we go. Let's do that again. Love, do good. Let's do it again. Love, do good. Love, do good. That's it. 
So we shortened it down because I know you couldn't remember biblical love is, not doing, is doing good for another person no matter how. You can't remember all that. But maybe you can remember three words, right? Let's try. Love. There we go. That's right. So again, you can help me share this message. So the title, to, the title, to, the, the, title. <laughs> the title today is How to Show Love. And I want to give you four things today from this story of Joseph's perspective about how to show love. And again, remember, love do good. And so there's four things here that we have, that Joseph had to do, and I just pray to God that he will help me do them. And I pray he'll help you do them. And the first one is this, is show mercy. Show mercy. Matter of fact, let's just say those two words. Show mercy. Show mercy. The Bible says this, look what happened. It says this is how Jesus... The Messiah was born. His mother, Mary, was engaged to be married to Joseph, but before marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, to, to whom she was engaged, was a righteous man and did not want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided to break the engagement. How, everybody? What I want you to do is it's very easy at this time of year to over-spiritualize the Christmas story and not see the human aspect of this. Joseph was a young man who had his eye on a young woman who was engaged to her and, and said, set a wedding date, we're going to get married. And then all of a sudden, somehow, I don't know if Mary, told, I don't know what happened, but he found out that she was expecting a baby. And so it's very easy for us to say, oh, God bless little Joseph. No, Joseph was a young man who had... Who had kept himself for his young bride, and the Bible is very clear to tell us that Mary was a virgin. It's very clear. It made it, bam, right there. She's a virgin. That means that Joseph hadn't messed with her, and nobody else had messed with her, and she had a sign that said, can't touch this. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> I think there's a lot more young ladies need to keep that sign. <laughs> okay, here, that's, that's all right. Mm-mm. And so, so what you want, what you want to say, you got to understand that. So Joseph has all these emotions, everyone that you would have and I would have. I can't even imagine that. You know, Rhonda and I dated four, uh, four years before we got married. And if she said, Jeff, I'm expecting a baby, I'd like, I know it ain't mine. <laughs> we have a problem. And that's exactly what was going through Joseph's mind. Now, what I noticed here, too, is that Joseph told us that she was a virgin, but it also told us that Joseph was a righteous man. In other words, Joseph loved Mary, but he also loved God, everybody. Did you hear that? Yes. He loved God. Matter of fact, he's called a righteous man. And when Joseph received the news that Mary was, Mary was pregnant, he had a problem. Because if Joseph, if he would have got loud about it, and made a big scene like everybody else does on social media today. <laughs> Tell all your stuff. Some stuff you need to keep yourself. <laughs> Amen. <clears throat> it's hard for God to heal what you blabbed the whole world to. Maybe you're just going through a little something and you ought to let the something come to pass. But when you put it on social media, it doesn't get to pass. Help me, Holy Spirit. And here's what I want you to know. If Joseph would have blabbed this, then you know what? Then Mary could have been stoned. 
Now, I'm not talking about... <laughs> not talking about that. I'm talking about rocks thrown at her, killed. Look what the law said, because they were living by the law, and look what it says. In Leviticus 2, uh, 20 and 10, it says, if a man commits adultery with his neighbor's wife, would you read this next statement, both the... The, both the man and the woman who committed adultery must be put to death. So Joseph, when he, when he heard this news, he got angry, but he didn't go mad. Angry means I feel it. I don't like it. I, it's just eating me up on his, but I ain't going to do crazy. And in our world, people don't know how to get angry without going mad. They do crazy. They lose their mind. They go mad like a mad dog foaming at the mouth. If Joseph would have went mad and he would have went out on social media of his day and put out what Mary, Mary was pregnant, Mary would have been stoned to death. And so he's in this dilemma. So Joseph, what does he do? Joseph decides that he's going to have mercy on Mary. Before God ever spoke to him, he had come up to this decision. He's going to have mercy on Mary. And let me tell you what mercy is. Mercy is choosing not to give someone what they deserve. Did you hear that? Choosing not to. They deserve it. And I have a right to give it to them. And let me just tell you something. There's always somebody that will agree with you that you've got a right to do something bad to somebody. <clears throat> Be careful who you counsel with. Mercy doesn't mean, mercy does not mean that I'm going to act like it didn't happen. Amen, everybody? Amen. It doesn't mean that. Mercy does not mean that we're going to be BFFs from now on. You know, I hear that all the time. People say, well, we're going to get a divorce, but we're going to still be friends. Well, if you're going to be friends, stay married. Right. Amen, everybody? This is Christmas, Jeff. Don't you know that? <laughs> but this is a real story. Mercy means this. It means that I'm going to love you, but I don't necessarily like you. And that's exactly where Joseph was at. He didn't like Mary. He was upset with Mary. He didn't like, he probably didn't want to see Mary. That's why he said, I, you know what? I'm going to love you even though I don't like you. I'm going to do good for you no matter how I feel. And I'm not going to go public with this and tell everybody about it. We're going to do this quietly, but I'm getting rid of you. Oh, man, I messed up your little Christmas scene having a little sweet Joseph. No, Joseph was ticked. The Bible says this, Matthew 5, it says, Jesus actually says this. Would you read these first two words out loud with me? God blesses. God blesses, God blesses those who are merciful, for they will be shown mercy. I got a question for you. Who do you need to show mercy to? Who is it that, you know, you don't like them right now, but you really do need to love them? You need to show mercy. They don't deserve your mercy. And let me tell you something. Maybe the reason that you're struggling with showing mercy is because you never received God's mercy. God's got a right to be mad at me right now. He's got a right to send me straight to hell if he wanted to. He's got a right. I've given him every right to, I've given him every reason to do that. And so have you. But thank God for his mercy. Amen, everybody. 
Do you, you know, I think, I think the gospel writer John understood the mer- the, uh, Jesus' mercy. And I, I think that uh, Mary and Martha, uh, Lazarus, the guy that was raised from the dead, I think they understood Jesus' mercy because this is what John wrote. John wrote in his gospel, he said, the, the disciple whom Jesus loved. And then, and then Mary and Martha, when, when their brother Lazarus was sick, they said, Lord, the one to, to whom you love is sick. They understood God's mercy. You know what? When you understand that God loves you like that, maybe this week when you pray, dear God, the one to whom you love has a headache. (laughs) Amen. The one to whom you love is about to go crazy with these kids. (laughs) The one to whom you love is broke. (laughs) Amen. Amen, everybody. What, what, how would that change your perspective of God if you started praying like that? The one to whom you... Because he loves you. Because of his mercy. You don't deserve his love. And I don't deserve his love. But he loves me. And that's his mercy. And today, if you've not received his mercy, I want to challenge you to do that. I want to give you the opportunity to do that. And the way you receive his mercy is like, if you don't have a relationship with him, you invite him in. And you receive his love. And it changes your life. So right now, I want to give everybody that's online and everybody in this room an opportunity to receive his mercy. So would you bow your heads with me? If you'd like to be saved today and like to receive God's mercy, become a Christ follower, just pray this prayer with us. We all going to pray it out loud, but you pray it in your mind and mean it. God will, God will save you. Would everyone repeat this after me? Dear God, thank you for Jesus. Jesus, come into my life. Forgive me of my sins. Save me. Help me to do your will. In your name, Jesus, I pray. Amen. Can we give God a hand for all the people that prayed that prayer? You know, we've had 719 people pray that prayer. Praise God. Amen, everybody, this year. If you prayed that prayer with us, would you check the box? I prayed the prayer to become a Christ follower. I want to send you something in the mail to help you on your journey. Those of you online, you've got our app. You can do it as well. And what I'd like to say about that, that was your first step, everybody. Your second step, I would tell you, your spiritual journey is baptism. I hope you'll check the card to be baptized. Matter of fact, you'll be baptized on New Year's Eve. Start your year off right. Be baptized. Amen, everybody? Okay. What are our, what are our three words that we're saying? Love, do good. That's the message. What are they, everybody? Love, do good. good. That's our message. Okay. Number two is this, is seek God before reacting. Man, here's a Christmas message. Mm -mm -mm. When you open up that present, it's not what you wanted. (laughs) Seek God. (laughs) When you you got him a nice rod and reel and he got you a frying pan. (laughs) Seek God. Some of you said, yeah, I'm going to use that frying pan, all right? <laughs> Look what it said. Would you, read, would you read out loud these first four words of this verse in Matthew uh, 1 and 20? Let's read it. Ready? As he considered this. That means he's thinking about it, everybody. Man, it's, it's, he's got war going. Spiritual warfare is happening. An angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife. For the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son, and you are to name him who, everybody? Jesus. 
for he will save his people from their sins. All of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through the prophet. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means what, everybody? Joseph was in a very difficult place because he had all this stuff going on inside of him in his head, but he couldn't tell anybody about it because if he told people about it, they would want her to be stoned. What do you do when you don't know what to do? When this war is going on inside of your mind, your mind's racing, what do you do? You seek God. And Joseph was seeking God for the next right thing. He didn't want to know, God, tell me my future, what it's going to be like the next 10 years. Lord, what's, tell me about next year. No, Joseph wanted to do, Lord, tell me what to do next, the next right thing. And many of you sitting in this room right now, you need to just ask God for the next right thing. Not what's your life going to be like next year, the next right thing. And that's exactly what Joseph did. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says this, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own what, everybody? Just because you think it doesn't make it right. Glory to God. I feel freedom in the house today. And just because you think it doesn't mean you need to say it. Okay, let's just move on, Pastor. All right, we will. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which what, everybody? The next right thing. He'll show you the next right thing, the next right thing to say, the next right thing to do. You see, when you seek God, you become responsible. That means response-able. You become able to choose your response instead of reacting to what goes through your mind. And that changes everything. It's a game changer. That's why, you know what? That's why we're doing 21 days of prayer in January. I'm asking you to prepare because I'm going to ask you to be here at 6 a.m. I know some of you don't know that comes twice a day. (laughs) I want you to be here. You say, why should I be there? Because we're going to give a sacrifice of our time before God. We're going to get up and come get in our faces before him corporately together. And we're going to believe God that he's going to do what we cannot do. He's going to change our families. He's going to change our children. He's going to change our parents. He's going to change our community. God's going to do what we can't do when we seek him. Amen? Amen. So we're going to lean in. And we're going to read the Bible. We're going to read the whole Bible through in 21 days. I'm not going to do it by myself. You're not going to do it by yourself. But I am going to take a part of the Scripture, and you're going to take a part of the Scripture, and we're going to read it on this campus. Why do you think that we've had over 700 people give their life to Christ this year? Because we started in January. We read the whole Bible through on this campus in January, and we sought and we prayed and we fasted for 21 days, and we said, God, we've given you this year, and God has blessed us this year. As many of you, you've been through hell and back this year, but you're still here. Why? Because God has been with you. He's Emmanuel, God with us. Amen, everybody. So go ahead and just check that on your card, Pastor. I want to be a part of that Bible reading. Now, the Bible reading, we won't give you, we won't, you want to read two hours. You just take your little section out here, park in the parking lot. It'll take you about 10 minutes to read your section. But when we all do it, we read the whole Bible. Isn't that awesome, everybody? Mm-mm. Okay. What's, our, what's, what's the message today we're preaching? Love That's right. You know the difference between preaching and teaching, right? One's yelling, one's telling. <laughs> Number three, 
Do the good God is asking you to do. Phew. When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him, and he took Mary as his wife. Do you notice that? He didn't want to. Did you say, I mean, seriously, did you just see that? He had to be commanded. Because <laughs> he still, even after having the dream of the Lord speaking to him, he's still like, I'm still not sure about this. You ever got a word from the Lord you still wasn't sure about? Yes. It's amazing to me. Joseph did what the Lord commanded him, and he took Mary as his wife, not because he felt bad for her, but because the Lord commanded him to. Joseph had to practice biblical love. He had to do good no matter how he felt because there was still a lot of doubts about what happened with Mary. Even though the angel said, it's from the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Joseph's like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. Ephesians 2.10 tells us this, that we are God's what, everybody? Amen. Every day you get up, you are looking in the mirror and say, mm, look at you, God. This is your handiwork. You say, well, pastor, I don't look like I used to look. Thank God. You look better. You say, well, you should have seen me when I was young. No, no, I like you with Jesus in you. Amen, <laughs> Amen everybody. Amen. Some people say, well, I'm a little more fluffy than I used to be. That's all right. I like you with Jesus in you. Had a little more hair than you. I don't have as much hair that I used to have. That's all right. God only covered, God only made a few perfect heads. The rest of me covered up. Mm, mm, mm. Created in Christ Jesus to what, everybody? Oh, are you with me now? Ephesians 2.10. Here we go. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to? Do good. Do good. Do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Can I tell you something? It always feels good to do good. All, that's what Joseph discovered. It feels good to do good. Even though he was upset, see, I still think I'm struggling here with you because some of you still are, are, are upset with me because I'm messing up your pretty little story. <laughs> the man was mad and God appeared to him. God spoke to him and commanded him to do something he did not want to do. He had to do good no matter how he felt. And so he took Mary as his wife because he wanted to do good. You see, it feels good to do it. That's why, that's why, listen, serve week's coming up. Sir, why do, we, why do we give you these opportunities? Because we want you to feel good. When you go out of your way to do good for somebody that you don't even know, you feel good. It's amazing how that happens. Your high is to do good. God created you that way. And so we want to make sure that you have your Christmas high. We want you to get a buzz. <laughs> Amen, everybody? Doesn't it give you a little buzz when you do good? It feels good. You don't have to smoke it, pop it, or drink it. You can just do good. It's Christmas, Pastor Jeff. Let up. I want you to go out and serve. You know what I love about Serve Week is that you can teach your kids that it feels good to do good. You can, you can bring your kids and, and they can participate in doing something for somebody else. And it's amazing what that does for them. They'll never forget it the rest of their life. I want to give you that opportunity to have purpose. 
And that's what we're called to be as people of purpose. We love wholeheartedly. We love God. We love people. But we serve people because that's our purpose. Amen, everybody? Amen. Gives us meaning. Another thing that you can do is that you have this Christmas card or this invite card. Christmas Eve. Let me tell you about our Christmas Eve services. We're going to have one on, on Saturday night and three on our Sunday services. But let me tell you, they're going to be different this year. We're going traditional. We're going to come in and we're going to sing songs that you know, those Christmas carols. And we're going to light a candle. We're going to get lit. <laughs> we're going to light a candle. And we're going to experience the presence of Jesus Christ together. <clears throat> Man, don't miss that. Don't Give somebody else an opportunity to do that as well. So the last next step that you have on your card says this. It says, I... It says, I want to do good by participating in Serve Week. Please, everybody, sign up for that. All right, what's our message? Love, do good. Man, you guys are awesome. Love, do good. Number four, give up what you want for the good of others. <laughs> this is how you love. This right here, now this blows me away. Again, the Bible makes us look at the human aspect. Talking about Joseph, but he did not have sexual relations with her until her son was born. And Joseph named him. Jesus. What did Joseph name everybody? Jesus. What, like when I read this story, I'm like, that just didn't go together. They didn't have sexual relations and then Joseph named him Jesus. I think what God was trying to say is that Joseph gave up his, what he wanted. He'd been waiting on Mary a long time, everybody. Did he want to be with her? Yes. But he gave up that. How did he give it up? Because he focused on Jesus. And here's what I want to tell you. Joseph refused to be self-conscious. And he chose to be Jesus conscious. Watch this. When I become self-conscious, I become more sin conscious. When I'm only, when I'm thinking about me, I will be thinking about sinning more. Did you get that? Yes. The more you think about you, the more you will think about sinning. And so the only way to get your eyes off of you is you think about Jesus. Hi, this is Pastor Jeff again. I just want to say I hope you enjoyed today's message. If you would like to support God's work through Stockbridge Community Church, simply go to our website at secview.net. Again, that's secview.net and click the Give tab. We want to thank you again for being with us today. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.